I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Desert News on KSL News Radio's Inside Sources. Great to be with you on a Wednesday. Uh, we're con- continuing our conversation, and yes, it's a serious conversation. It's a real conversation. It's an important conversation, and we're looking for solutions and how to actually move forward in a positive way in this country. Uh, very pleased to be joined now by uh, Representative Steve Ellison. Uh, and Steve is one of those solutions guys. He has been a real leader when it comes to mental health issues in this state, to some really important gun uh, regulations that have been helpful uh, in a host of areas, and someone who is just looking to find solutions that help people. And uh, Representative, appreciate you joining us, especially uh, last minute today. Uh, yes, uh, thank you, Boyd. I actually just spoke at a national conference on mental health and what we're trying to do in Utah to address it. Uh, br- bring us up to speed uh, on that and uh, help our, our listeners get a, a sense of uh, some of the things that have been done here in the state of Utah and why why you're speaking at this uh, conference and showcasing, again, kind of a Utah model to get some positive things done. Yeah, sure. So uh, one of the, the things that has been really the one of the most successful initiatives that we've pursued in Utah is the Safe UT app, S-A-F-E, space UT, available for all Utah school children. And we've just expanded it now to higher ed in our technical college system. Uh, it's also available to parents of school children. Uh, what it is is an app that it really has two main purposes. One, for students to report uh, school tips. This can be uh, bullying, uh, a friend who maybe have suicide ideation, or a threat to the school. Uh, this past school year, we, uh, the uh, University of Utah uh, Neuro Crisis Center that receives these calls had 245 independent verified school safety threats. This is, relates to knives, guns, explosives in schools, I know one school principal who their school got the tip. A young man had been bullied. He was going to bring a gun to the school the next day. The principal got the tip to Safe UT, watched for the young man to come into the school, brought him into the office, and not only did he have one loaded handgun in his backpack, he had two. And so we're getting uh, over one school safety tip per day, per school day, uh, from the app. However, the vast majority, we had about... 20, just over 20,000 uh, crisis chats through the app, which is the other functionality, and that's where a student from the uh, convenience and privacy of their cell phone can chat through the app with a licensed clinical social worker at the University of Utah Neuropsychiatric Institute. Uh, no appointment necessary, no billing. They don't have to share their name or any personal information. It's available 24-7, 365, and we've just really had uh, an explosion in the number of students that are taking advantage of that uh, 
free service. We did receive t- over 12,000 school tips. Just one quick example of how students can use it who aren't having mental health issues. Uh, in uh, a district I know of, uh, they had a young man posted a, a suicide note on social media, and seven students sent in a tip to SafeUT saying they seemed to know that their friend needed help. They uh, immediately located the student and dispatched EMS to the boy's location and saved him before he made an attempt on his life. So if I was a parent listening today, I would uh, download the app myself. Parents can get uh, advice through the app from the social workers on how to uh, deal with situations they're dealing with and how to help their children. And then I would encourage my kids to download the app and uh, tell them that it's, it's for, for all students. They can use it to help their friends or use it to seek help for themselves. Oh, so that's really, really one of our main initiatives, but there's others. If we have time, we can talk about it. Yeah, and if you're just joining us, we've got uh, Steve Ellison, who uh, graciously jumped on the line with us uh, for this important conversation. And, and I know a lot of times uh, we can be harsh on our uh, politicians for things that don't get done or things that don't get done the way we want them to. Uh, but this is an area where you say, you know what, this is a uh, an initiative and a solution uh, that is making a difference. And, and I just want to recap before we jump on to another topic quick uh, with Representative Ellison here. Uh, and that is I just want to reiterate, you know, sometimes we think here we are in the state of Utah. Everything's just fine. Uh, no big problems, no shootings, no, none of this kind of violence. Uh, but 245 verified uh, tips coming in about whether that's a knife or a gun or an explosive or a threat on a school, uh, that's a significant number. 20,000 chats have taken place of of kids who were either struggling or knew that a friend was struggling and might be having suicidal ideation or other challenges uh, and getting help. Uh, so this is a, a great thing, an extraordinary initiative. Uh, and again, we encourage everyone. And I, I really appreciate, uh, Representative, that you hit both the fact that Parents need to download this app and then make sure your students download this app uh, is a key part. Uh, we've got just a couple minutes left. And, uh, Representative, I wanted you to talk for just a second about uh, something on the on the gun side of the ledger. Uh, you were involved in uh, something around gun locks and gun safety. Can you give us a, uh, a one-minute uh, explanation on that? Yes. So uh, – the number one cause of death for 10 to 24-year-olds in the state of Utah is suicide. On average, the majority of the time, they die by firearm suicide, and the majority of that time, it's a family member or their parent's firearm. Uh, the experts that I know locally and nationally say the easiest way, uh, the quickest way to address our youth suicide rate is for families to properly, securely store or remove firearms based on uh, the, the risk of their children. Um, it's easy to do. A state with a bill I ran, we uh, fund the trigger locks. You can get a biometric safe that you can get access to in less than a second. Uh, we've given out tens of thousands of these trigger locks. They're readily available from libraries. Uh, KSL actually uh, promote this uh, some time ago and yes. set out thousands. Yes. So uh, my, my time's almost out, but I would just encourage parents to think about that simple step to help protect their children. Yeah, wonderful stuff. Representative Steve Ellison, uh, so appreciative of your efforts on Capitol Hill uh, and spreading that message, that Utah model, uh, with your colleagues around the country. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Boyd. All right. Again, Representative Steve Ellison uh, doing some really important work around mental health 
uh, around safety and security in our schools, around gun safety, really important stuff. All right, it is time to step aside for the bottom of the hour break. Don't go anywhere. Uh, When we come back, we will be joined by Jenny Taylor uh, and an important conversation right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.